Hi everyone, Cheryl Cran. It's 2024. It's a new year. It's a new day. It's a new life. Uh, new podcast called The Future is Human. I'm excited to share it with you. And you'll notice some updates to the website nextmapping.com around the Future is Human, the Future is Human keynotes, uh, coaching, uh, retreats, all sorts of things that we're doing in 2024 that I'm really excited about. In this first podcast for The Future is Human, what I want to do is sort of set the tone of what I'll be doing with these podcasts, um, still along the same theme of what I've done with the previous conversations. You know, previous uh, episodes have been around AI, they've been around leadership and what we need to do to be more effective. And th that theme will continue. But I really want to focus on what does it mean to be a human leader uh, dealing with human people working for us in a fast-paced, fast-changing, AI-enabled reality. And it's interesting, I had a, a call a week or so ago, it was before Christmas, with a client, a former client, and we stay in touch, and we were talking about leaders and the challenges today, and she had had something go on with her personally, something had happened in her personal life uh, that affected her her well-being and her husband's well-being, and, and it was very, it was a big human event. And she said, you know, prior to this event, um, you know, I was feeling like, you know, lots of gas in the engine, I could get lots done. And she goes, and now, because I have to be focused on my husband and on what's going on, she goes, I'm feeling like I don't have as much gas in the engine. I'm feeling like my my mind is foggy thinking. I'm feeling, you know, questioning whether I'm still on path. And I said to her, you know, I want to reassure you that almost everyone that I'm coaching right now, and I'm coaching over two dozen people on a monthly basis, are all saying the same thing. They're saying, you know, life is happening. And in the past, maybe many of us would compartmentalize or we would focus on, well, that's personal. I'm not going to bring it to my workplace. But many of you know and have probably noticed that I would say even before COVID, there was a shift towards, hey, we're real people with real issues and real things going on in our lives. And, and how do we as leaders add compassion and add accepting people's human realities as part of our leadership abilities? You know, as a leader, you know, be, you used to be able to just show up and professionally expect people to do their work and not really know much about their personal lives. And I'm generalizing, there'll be exceptions to this, of course. But generally, the workplace was a professional environment where you know you kept your personal life separate. You didn't bring your business to the workplace. Well, you've noticed, and, and I certainly have in all my research, and actually since I wrote my book on generations back in 2010, this shift was happening. And part of the reason for the shift, you know, people want to say it's technology, and definitely technology has had an impact on how we communicate and the speed with which we do things and the ease with which we do things. But really what we've been seeing is a psychological social change happening in the minds and psyches of people. And really, you know, starting with the millennials and then into the Gen Zs uh, and, and, and still moving forward with the younger generations where quality of life, you know, let's call it the Instagram era where it's like there's Instagram life, like what we post and what we want people to see. And then there's real life. But what's happened is there's more and more people aware of mental health, for example. Uh, you see more and more people posting their personal stories and their personal challenges. Uh, you see more normalizing of anxiety. So all of these things are social, psychological shifts in the human mindset. 
And of course, that's impacting the workplace. And the leaders who are struggling the most with all of this are the ones who are like, whatever happened to just showing up and doing your work and, 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 and really having this expectation that people will just do their job regardless of what they have going on in their lives. And then there's a whole other group of leaders who have really recognized that the more that they can accept the reality that their teams have real personal life issues, excuse me, impacting their, their work and, and, and working to be supportive and working to be collaborative and working to point them in resources that can help them, those leaders are really succeeding in this environment. Now, uh, I just had a call actually um, with a colleague who said that, you know, he had someone come to him and openly say that she was struggling with some of the political issues that were going on right now personally. And he felt that that was very progressive and much more open than an employee might have been even five years ago. They might not even have said, look, I'm, I'm, I've got anxiety because of what's going on in the world. Um, this is all, in my opinion, it's positive. Because if you think about why you became a leader in the first place, it was to help people grow. It was to help them learn, to watch them succeed. If we keep that main you know, reason of our why, why, why are we leaders, that is what can keep us as our grounded self. And rather than get overwhelmed by the human realities of the people that we're working with and beside and, and colleagues and suppliers and you know all the humans we interact with, I believe we're being, I don't know, developed to build our human muscle here. I believe that everything that's happened and is happening is to help us be better humans. Um, in my book, Super Crucial Human, I talk about this, that, you know, the, the leaders who can truly love what they do because of the the why, but also, and I don't mean this esoterically, I mean it as in action, but, but love the people that they have on their teams and love from a perspective of, I want to help you. Um, yes, I'm okay to hear your challenges and, and let's ideate the solutions together. Now, I've had many leaders say to me, Cheryl, you know, at what point are we overly compassionate? Or at what point is it, you know, we're, we're babysitting them or we're handholding? And it's a, it's a valid question. And so what I'd like to remind us all, myself included, is that it's not about giving people a hall pass. It's not about letting people be victims. It's actually about being heart-centered, present, holding space for humanity and human expression while in the container of mutual accountability. So it's different than, you know, I've been a leader since the 80s, right? So when I was a leader, it would be like, I would go to a communication course and they'd say, well, you know, just let them vent. And you'd do these exercises and they'd vent for two minutes. And then you'd, you know, you'd paraphrase back. Like there were these formulas of how you communicated with your teams. Well, there really is no formula in what we're dealing with now. I would tell you the formula is self-development for leaders. In other words, the more that we develop ourselves, the more bandwidth we have to be present and to be with other people's pain and challenges. So it, there's a there's a movement afoot here around self-development, self-realization, and the more we as leaders look at every challenge we're facing or the human realities that we're dealing with as opportunities to develop ourselves further, that's where I believe the gold is and the, you know, the success for all of us in the future. 
Um, I've openly shared with people that I've had a challenging 2023. It's interesting. A lot of people talked about 2023 and the challenges, and many of them have been health. Many of them have have been, you know, loss of loved ones. Many of them have been business challenges, betrayal, abandonment. There's been a lot of things that people have dealt with. And when I ask them, so on the other side of it, or even as you're still going through it, what do you think, you know, when you look for the 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 rationale or the reason or the energy of what you're going through, what comes to you? And generally people say it's it's because I'm supposed to be a kinder, better human. I'm supposed to be a better person. This is making me be better. And so although that might not be, you know, exciting or, or uh, you know, you might not be jumping up and down at that, I do feel that if you were to focus on 2024 as the year of being human, meaning how do we individually become better humans? And then how do we treat everybody we interact with human to human? I believe that in 2024 is going to be a very abundant, transformative year. Um, I think many of you know that we bought a store, our family bought a store in our community. And prior to that, like a lot of my work is I go out, I travel, I meet people, I connect with them. Um, when I'm coaching, it's more it's more intimate. But having a store in your own community, it's you're having these interactions with people and people are telling you their life stories and people are expecting to come into a place that's joyful and a haven and a place that they can have respite. And so it's been a great, for me, it's made me a better human because it's in my community. I can't, it's not just talking about this to audiences and to clients. I'm, I'm being asked to live it. And I'm so grateful for that. It's not easy because when you're in community, obviously there's things that you have to deal with. It's a small community. There's that small town, you know, but at the same time, I look at it as, wow, everything that's happening is happening for me to become a better human. And therefore, I can share and be more abundant and add more value and really show up in a place of contribution, uh, which I know if you're listening or watching, that's really what we all want as humans. We want to be seen. We want to be able to contribute. We want to make lives better for other people. We want to have successful relationships. We want love. And, and and you know, without this, you know, if we talked about this five years ago, people would be poo-pooing it. Oh, we don't have time for this. It's all about productivity, profitability. Obviously, being in business means we still want to be profitable. And yes, we want our teams to be productive. But at the end of the day, it's really about how did we get there? Did we do that in a way that was connection and collaboration and development and honoring the human condition? So yes, this new podcast is all about being human, and I'm going to share examples of that in podcasts. I'm going to be sharing with uh, guest speakers that I'm going to have in the lineup over the year that are going to share from their vantage point as leaders how their situations and their circumstances are causing them to have to have a more human-developed style of leadership. So stay tuned. Thanks for joining me on this first episode of The Future is Human. 